Welcome, everybody. Uh, I'm Jeff Cross, your host of Friends with Employee Benefits and HR. This is the podcast that tackles trending topics in the employee benefits and HR world. And so we're here, guys, just to keep you up to date on what's happening in, in HR and benefits and make sure you're in the know. You know, one thing that's intriguing me these days is that the days of the annual performance review, thankfully, are going away. It's going to become a dinosaur. And I'm personally really excited about this because I don't know, as both an employee and as a manager sitting in both seats, it was always a dreaded that time of year was like, you know, dun, 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 it's our annual performance review time and nobody enjoyed it no matter what seat you were sitting in. And where a lot of organizations are going to are, are this culture of, of uh, continuous feedback and continuous reward and recognition. And, and that leads us to the conversation about culture in general. And so uh, on that note, I'm really excited to welcome to this podcast, John Pace, Director of Operations at IT Direct. And, and John, rather than me botch what uh, what you guys do over at IT Direct, why don't you give a, a 30 second overview? Yeah, so really high level. So at IT Direct, we really help our clients leverage the leverage and harness the power of technology to reach their business goals. And you, you can overthink that, you can underthink that, but at the end of the day, technology is the key to all of our success. So making sure that that technology is operating perfectly every day, or at least close to perfect every day, so that way you can focus on what you're doing great and doing well, and what you're trying to sell. So we take care of the rest. Which, which honestly aligns uh, very comfortably and nicely with, with One Digital, which is, you know, we're, we're at the end of the day, we, we want to make our customers' business stronger, and uh, which lends itself to this topic. One way to make your, your business stronger is to have more engaged employees and, and employees who are committed to the cause and, uh, and culture and how rewards and recognition fit into that are, are really important. So... You know, before we get into to, to specific questions, I guess I'd kick it off by asking you, in your mind, John, like, what what does the term corporate culture, workplace culture mean to you? What's, you know, I think it can mean something different to everybody. And, and what, in your mind, makes a great corporate culture? Yeah, for sure. I mean, oof, this is a topic that I feel like I could spend the whole podcast talking about. I might not need, maybe I don't have to ask any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I think there, there's an important factor of what is involved in going to work every day, right? And you spend more awake hours with your coworkers and, and in your job than you do with your families at home. And so how do you make that worth it, right? And the culture is part of that, right? So um, really getting in tune with what makes people feel important is big, right? Like uh, to one of the conversations we talked about earlier, like the performance reviews and all these antiquated things that just don't really help someone on the day-to-day -day level, right? So, um, you know, how do you create an environment where people love coming to work every day? I think that should be priority number one. Um, on top of that, when, when you have an environment where everyone loves coming to work every day, they feel like they're part of a bigger purpose, um, which really becomes like their purpose over profits. And when you find that they have this purpose and this value that they're contributing back to their team, the profits are literally going to follow right behind it anyway. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The focus on the front end and the back end will always be there, you know, taking care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about this. Like, I wonder, um, because I think a good corporate culture can mean something different to, to everybody. And so I think about hiring, right? Do you guys talk about how purposeful, and I'm going off script already, which, uh, which is great, but, it. but 
are at IT Direct, and what are your thoughts on in general about hiring to fit the, the, the culture and how important is that for you? Oh, it's extremely important. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to kind of walk you through like an analogy that I like to use with everybody. Right? Right. So when people think about culture, they immediately start thinking about like Google and what all these other companies are doing to really help attract talent, right? So they're thinking about the pool tables and the kegerators and the foosball and the, the nap rooms and all this stuff that a lot of small businesses are afraid of because they reek of anti-productivity, right? Hmm. Um, but it's it, it's really the opposite. But tying back to that, all those tangible items that we're talking about, if you were to think about a cupcake, so you've got like the cake, you've got the frosting, and then you've got like the sprinkles on top, right? So your kegerator, your pool table, all that stuff, that's your sprinkles, right? But the recruiting part, that's the cake. Mm. So the actual cake of the cupcake, that's the most important piece, the biggest piece of the cupcake. Without it, it's not a cupcake. Um, so without having that being a, a solid process and really coming to the table the right way, yep. you're already starting with a cupcake that no one wants to eat. <laughs> and what's interesting about it, so you're probably asking yourself, what's between the sprinkles and the cupcake, right? The frosting. That frosting is what you provide to the cake. That's the, that's the development. That's the recognition. That's the, the tools to success every day that put this cupcake together and then make it a total package. Where someone comes to work every day and they're like, I love my job. Uh, so, I don't know, you had me at keg kegerator, right? <laughs> <laughs> Talk a little bit about that. Do, 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 like, you know, is, is that part of your culture at IT Direct? Is to, to, to is there a kegerator there? And, and you know, sure what you, you do, yeah. really? Okay, interesting. Um, and, and for the most part, it, it's got, you know, we have, a, we have what we like to call like an open alcohol policy. Yep. Um, it's a little loose, you yep. know, and what I mean by that is everyone's, held to be accountable for their own actions, yeah. right? Be, be responsible, be a, a great contributor, and really follow our core values and how we do it. You play by those rules of the road, and everyone's always going to have fun and, and be safe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And I, I mean, um, our regional managing principal here at One Digital in the Northeast region, the New England region, he likes to say, uh, we like to make hard work fun. So you think about that, that's kind of a culture statement in my mind. And just... And so when we're hiring, we have to look for people who work hard, but also like to have fun. And, and so that gives us sort of a, a, a North Star to think about as we're looking for people to join this team. And I think hiring to fit the culture is, is uh, one of those really important things. But you also referenced, and it's a good segue, because you did say something about employee recognition and how that's, that's part of the, I think, the frosting of the cupcake, right? Um, and so how, how important, let's talk about, let's sort of dig into that a little bit, employee recognition. What, what do you guys do to sort of build that into your culture? So I think the recognition's kind of got like a, it's like a double-sided print on a piece of paper, right? So you've got the one side, which is like the recognition that, that the teammate needs and desires. And then you've got like the public side of the recognition, which is like letting everybody else know what's going on, what this person has done, and how to like help stem that, and we like to call it internally celebrate success. Mm. Um, and we have all kinds of pieces in the puzzle that really help roll out with that. Um, so for example, a lot of our company-wide meetings, we'll go around the room early on in the meeting, usually in the first few minutes, and ask everyone to celebrate success. So you could be celebrating success on a story that someone is in the room and hearing about or not in the room hearing about. And what's interesting about when they're not in the room is everybody in the room after that goes out and thanks that person. Yeah. You know, they're like, wow, I heard about what you did the other day. Like, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that part's really neat. 
Uh, we have a, a couple other big programs internally, just like that, celebrate some quick successes. So one of them is called a customer program. And it's really neat. And essentially, you catch an employee or a teammate for doing something that was just awesome. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, I've seen that at schools. Like, you know, that they do that at schools with kids. Like, oh, you just did something nice for another kid. And I caught you doing something nice and, and rewarding, which I think is such a great idea to reward kids immediately and recognize them for being nice to somebody else doing their the same, same sort of philosophy. 100%, yeah. right? Yeah. And so the, what the Caught Someone program is really cool is it's very open-ended. So you can catch someone for anything. You could be, holy crap, you're carrying a bunch of stuff. Let me grab some of that for you. It could be, man, I see you're bogged in your job. It has nothing to do with my job, but can I take some of that from you? Like, let me help you. I'm a little slow today. Mm. Um, so what's neat about the customer program is just overall, if you if you do something that's really killer, uh, that follows our core values and how we do it, it it's call worthy, and hopefully your teammates and colleagues are catching you for it. Yeah. Um, and then what stems from that deeper is what we call like our our monthly rockers program, and the monthly rocker program dives deeper where it's like a super caught, but for things specifically related to your job, where you just like kicked ass at something you needed to do or a client needed or what have you, where you're like holy moly, like that was the most amazing sales presentation we ever did. Or that trouble problem that, that that client called about, the way you handled that and the way you got them to success quickly, like kudos, that was right. awesome. Exceptional, yeah. 100%. So we we have this like two-tiered public recognition on, right. you know, are you, like you're great with our core values and how we do it. Thank you for everything you do. And, and you are great with your core job. You know, it's kind of like Bill Belichick, do your job. Mm -hmm. So when we're doing the uh, monthly rockers, we actually have that up on the projector, do your job. And that's, um, that's visualized as we're announcing, like, everyone who rocked their job that month. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Play like a champion, do your 100%. job, right? Yeah. It, it sounds to me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, like part of the culture you're trying to develop is that people are – lifting one another up and helping one another and uh we have another saying at one digital that about you know we have your back and it goes for our clients we have their back but but it's important it goes internally as well and no one's sitting out alone on an island with no help if they if they need help they raise their hand and people are going to step up and help them out um and so that reward and so recognizing that helps to build that culture of 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 having one another's back is it would you say that is part of the culture at IT directors? No, 100%, well, yeah. right? And so, you know, we're in the service industry, so more so on our end, but pretty much every industry, if you think of why a client is calling you, mm. it's rarely to say like, yeah, thank you, you do a kick-ass job, all right, I'm out later, right? Right. They're calling you because they got a problem, they need help, they need help with something. Yeah. So the, the goal of having a, a really great culture is identifying that, you know, 97 to 99% of the time, we're all crushing our, our jobs and doing phenomenal. Yeah. But we are only working on that, you know, one to three percent every day. So when you're only working on the one to three percent, which isn't going well, your life is starting to get filled with like, you know, someone's not happy. Like, yeah. Man, I thought I fixed it. What happened? Right. Like, and so before you know it, that can start to take over the perspective that you have and the outlook you have. Um, so when you're really celebrating the majority of what you're doing and how it's great all the time, it's helping keeping you in alignment of like, keep doing the good work, keep, you know, keep chugging along. Learn from our mistakes, pay your tuition there, but, you know, plug forward. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love that. Uh, and, and employee record, I read something somewhere, and I forget where it was, but um, that if you're not telling, if you're not recognizing an employee every at least seven days, that you're failing. 
right? And that, that, that's sort of the magic number. And it doesn't have to be a lot. I mean, it could be as simple as a thank you. It's just, a, to your point, a thank you, you know, we do an around the horn every Thursday, right? Uh, so a shout out, a thank you, hey, great job. Uh, but people just naturally, you know, they, I don't know, me personally, like, I don't know, if, if I'm sitting in traffic and I let somebody kind of merge in in front of me and I get a little wave, it feels good to me. Like, hey, a, a little thank you just goes a long way. And, and, was, and I that think was that, worth the extra five seconds. That, that, absolutely. That, like, you know what? Because, because you know what? I made somebody else feel good and they just, and they recognized it. And, yeah. and, and so I think that's a great thing. So tell me, how does a company that's stuck in the uh, annual written performance review move to a, a, a culture of continuous feedback? Yeah, so, I mean, listen, it's tough. Um, and and it, it, I mean, every company's going to be a little different based on their culture, right? So I can say, you know, I, I've been with IT Direct now four years, and it was one of the, the first things that we did when I came aboard. Um, and, and one of the ways we we're able to really stem that is changing the way we actually engage with the team every day. Um, so re, reinvigorating the leadership team, um, empowering them to change up their, how they mentor and how they empower their team and changing the, the mindset of how the one-on-one process really operates. Essentially, your one-on-one becomes a performance review yeah. every single time you meet. Yeah. So one of the things that we talked about is when you're having a one-on-one, if you're spending the whole, ta- the whole time talking about the bits and bites and what we're working on right now, that one-on-one was not productive at all. Right, right. right? Like you should be talking about that as it comes up every time. So you also can't avoid it. So let's say if you have a 30-minute one-on-one, 15 minutes is really talking about how can I help you, and 15 minutes is talking about how can I actually help you. Right, so the first half is about how can I help you with what you're actually working on right now, and the other 15 minutes is about how can I help you become better, stronger, faster, smarter, drive towards your actual business goals, your professional goal, your development goal. It could be personal, it could be in work, whatever it is. How do I help you become a better human being? Yeah. Um, and when you start tying those two together, the annual performance review really isn't necessary. As you're, you'll start growing because you're going to set goals, you're going to set milestones, and as you hit them. There's things that come, in, that come in alignment with that. And you're talking about those goals that you set for each employee every time you have a one-on-one and how you're tracking to those goals, I guess, is, is what you're saying. Right? 100%, yeah. right? So, you know, in our world, so, you know, we're in IT, right? So we've got like a, a younger, you know, a younger teammate who came in out of college, they're coming in at like a tech one level. And they're like, man, I want to be an engineer. What does it take to be an engineer? And it's that leader's job to sit them down and be like, okay, we're not gonna eat this whole elephant in one bite, right? Like we're gonna do it in bite-sized chunks. So let's start here and start chopping it up into little bits and pieces. So what's the first step to becoming an engineer? Let's talk about, let's get you this experience next time it comes across the board. Let's help you get this certification. Let's talk about after you finish that, all right, are you still in line with engineering? And then just keep going right. and develop them and, and, and keep promoting them in the form of like engaging them to want to continue their own personal and professional development. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, if you want to get away from that dreaded annual performance review, that you do have to formalize that, that continuous performance or continuous feedback process a little bit too, though, and really commit to it, right? You guys have committed to a one-on-one process and sticking to it. You can't just, you can't just say, okay, we're not going to have a, a, an annual performance review anymore, and we're just going to expect that there's going to be continuous feedback happening, you do have to sort of have a strategy to make it a, a culture of ongoing feedback. hundred percent. Yeah. One of the things that, you know, with everything that happens great, there's always things that, you know, 
you, you swung and missed a few times, right? Yeah. So when we made the shift uh, away from annual performance reviews and into this, you know, day-to-day empowerment mode, you know, there were teammates who were used to the performance reviews. So once a calendar year came by, they're like, wait, what's going on? You think they liked it? Um, or, no, or, or they were just used to it? They're accustomed to it, right? Yeah. It's part of their day-to-day life. Yeah, it was inertia. 100% yeah. like, man, every April I get a raise, like, I can't wait for April. Yeah. But, you know, the downside to that, not to change the subject, is, you know, the three months leading up to April, they're, like, focusing really hard and kicking ass. So that, that's the stuff you remember. Yeah, yeah. You know what's going to remember what happened in June, July last year? It's too old. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just not, not an effective process. Yeah. Um, so the things that are swimming this are, right, are, like, helping everybody come along for the ride to really understand how this is better for them and making sure that the, the – the guidance team, the leadership team that is helping to really push this through, they've got the tools in their tool belt to really drive not just the message, but the results through their team. Yeah. Yeah. So, so kind of sticking with, uh, with recognition and employee recognition, and we sort of talked about it helps keep people engaged and retain good talent, but how do you use, how do you, how do you leverage recognition to help with recruiting talent to begin with? Oh, I mean, that's a tough one. Yeah. And by tough, I mean, how am I going to keep this within time? Yeah. So Yeah, we'll, don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll, we'll, we can cut you out. If you got <laughs> so I think a big thing that's worked well for us, and I think every company can leverage this, is when you're a great place to work and people love coming to work every day, they also know other great people. Hmm. So when you've got a team who loves coming to work every day, who do you think, when, when there's a position opening, they're thinking about all the great people that they would love to have come join the team and it just brings it, right? So all the work you're doing in the back end to make sure you're recognizing everybody, it's paying you dividends somewhere. You're just waiting to find out where those dividends are. Yeah. And retention and and recruiting is a big area. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we promote that internally. So for example, if if someone's, you know, someone's on our team and they're like, man, I've got a great so-and-so who'd fit this role, we bring them in and we're like, we bring them in for an interview, and if they if they work out, we hire them. At their six month anniversary, they get a very big bonus. Mm. The employee who was here that referred them. Yeah. And the goal is is you know we our business is only going to be driven on hiring great people, continuing to drive great results back to our clients. Yeah. And to do that, we we should reward everybody for it. Yeah. Right? So, um, you know, recognizing everybody, developing them, making them love their job. They're going to, when they go out to, you know, for drinks with their friends, they're going to talk about how much they love. It's them. word of mouth. It's word of mouth. Yeah. The, everyone else in the bar is like, you know, I'm here because my job. We kind of want to do this anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to quit. My job sucks. Them. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? So how do we get on the, on the flip side of that where someone sitting on the other side of the bar top is like, man, my job's great. Have you ever thought about this? Mm. Um, and, and get that word of mouth out there. And, and it goes quickly. Yeah. You know, the, the word does spread quickly. I mean, if you think back to the days where, you know, everyone knows Google for their culture, but they didn't advertise that culture. It's not like they called the Hartford Business Journal or they called Time Magazine and they're like, do an article on our on our culture. It happened in reverse. Yeah. The culture became so powerful that people heard about it. They started feeling it and then people wanted to learn more about it. And before you knew it, they were writing articles about their culture. Yeah, so it was, it was organic. There. Yeah. That was, that was like one word to summarize what I did, like 200. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so, but that brings up other challenges. Like, you know, how do you, so you have to be really, you know, true to probably, I guess it starts with the leadership, right? Back to sort of the underlying culture is that if it's going to be organic, it's got to be 
leadership's got to be really committed to whatever culture it is, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it actually is two-pronged. It's, it's not just the leader. It's also the, the leadership has to be on board, and they've got to be able to – they have to be able to fire on all cylinders on what needs to be done for the culture, but you also have to have the right team in place for the culture. Um, yeah. And a great example is that is when, I, when we look back at, like, older IT Direct, we had a handbook that was growing page by page year over year because we're making all these rules – to like try to teach people the, the rules of the road. And in reality, these rules of the road were just trying to identify or work around a couple bad teammates mm -hmm. who are making things tougher for everybody else. Yeah, you're making policy to, 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 to correct, you know, people that probably shouldn't be there to, be, to begin 100%. with. Anyway, yeah. So at some point, we just kind of had like a, a you know, in a, like a, an euphoric moment. We're like, why are we making all these rules and procedures for somebody who just doesn't fit our core values and how we do it? Yeah. So we hit a point, we let those people go, we took the handbook, we threw it out the window, hmm. and we started over from scratch. So I think you've got to look at it from both sides, and I know it sounds super easy when you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, sure, we'll just fire all these great performers who don't fit our culture and our core values, but you know, in the long run, it will pay you back 100%. When you let go of the, the boat anchors and the people who really drag down the team, you'll be surprised how quickly the rest of the team steps up. Yeah, and helps fulfill that void. Yeah, yeah, and then feels bringing it back to recognition, and then and then feel appreciated for doing the work that they do and doing it well and being a productive Absolutely. member of the team. And so uh, uh, here at One Digital, we call our employee recognition program uh, a player of the quarter. Mm -hmm. So we let people nominate who they think has been a particularly high performer over the last few months. Uh, to be player of the quarter based on them really living our our value drivers and people really just going above and beyond for our clients and uh, as well as the internal team. So so what what works for you guys in terms of rewarding and recognizing recognizing employees at IT Direct? Yeah, so it kind of goes back to, um, you know, we have a bunch of systems, but to, to tie into your, what did you call it again? The, player of the quarter. The player of the quarter. So yeah. our caught someone creates our Right, yeah, you already mentioned that. Right? Yeah. So whoever gets caught the most that month, uh, they get employee of the month. And while employee of the month sounds like cliche, you see it in like retail shops and all these places, you know, it, because it is really embodying our core values and how we do it, it has a lot of value to us internally. Um, but on top of that, and, and this is seasonal and, and a little more funny, so our building is an elevated building with parking underneath it. So when you're employee of the month, you've got a parking space covered, weatherproof, ready to rock. So come mm -hmm. like winter time, you really, really, really want to be that employee of the month. Because <laughs> you're looking at all your teammates out there scraping their windows and clearing snow, and yep. you're just like, where did you go? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, that's just an extra perk. But the Cosmo program is really designed around our core values and how we do it to, to identify those individuals who really push it and, you know, exceed expectations. Yeah. Uh, just coincidentally, one of the perks of our employee of the quarter is that um, is a parking spot right next to the door. There you go. So, which is the same thing, you know, there's, it's not covered, but if it's pouring out or snowing out, it's nice to be able to just run out the door and jump into your car. Hey, a 10 yard run and a 200 yard run. Yeah. Very yeah. <laughs> That's right. I don't think I've run 200 yards in 25 years, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> 
Um, and that just goes back to the little things, the little things. Recognition doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be a big bonus. It doesn't have no. to be even financial at all, really. It's the little things that matter. Uh, As a matter of fact, recognition can be self-recognition. So one of the big things that we've kind of put into play, and, it, and it's, it's organic, it, it, and it changes and morphs time after time. Um, but we create these metric systems to allow teammates know when they're performing well. Um, without their leader or their teammates or anyone identifying them. So we've got all these KPIs put into place and everyone has their own dashboard to let them know like, am I succeeding at my core job every day? Mm. Um, and that changes how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, if, you, if you've got to go into a, a one-on-one with your, with, you know, with whoever your team lead is, and you just don't know where you're at at that time, it's mm -hmm. nerve-wracking. It's right. just like the old school performance review where like, man, it's been 12 months since I've had this meeting. What am I walking into? Yeah. When you've got a dashboard that shows you how you're performing at all times, you're going to walk into that thing on cloud nine like, man, I've been kicking ass. Look at these numbers. Right. Or you're like, you know what? I was PTO the last four days, but if you average this out, I'm good. Right. So I think a lot of that really helps out. And what we've really helped with that recognition on the self side is you monitor your own KPIs. You're accountable for your job. But your success there throughout the quarter dictates um, how your quarterly bonus looks. Mm -hmm. Right, you control your own destiny. You control your own income stream, literally by, you know, performing and kicking ass at your own job. So performance-based pay, that—that's a whole. We're, we're again, we're off script because yeah, because yeah. that, but that's a whole other thing. But I mean, so talk about that. How how all the, all these ways of of rewarding and recognizing employees. How difficult was it for you to get this stuff off the ground and and sort of make it part of your your fiber? Um, I'd love to say it's easy, but mm. it's not always easy, right? And I think for us, it, you know, it was a rhetorical question, right? You know, for sure. <laughs> um, it, you know, and, and thinking about our culture in particular, right? So the company was founded, you know, by IT engineers who love metrics, love details, love, you know, um, results that really are driven and, and scalable. Yeah, the personal KPIs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, trying to find all these systems that work, they probably take us a good amount of time to get off the ground because we want to like see it from every angle to make sure it's driving the most value back to the end, you know, to, to our teammates. Um, but when I think back to it, it, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's always paid out. Um, and it also is a great, uh, it's a great way to keep everybody along for the ride, if that makes any sense. So mm -hmm. the, the pay for performance, ours is a little different and ours is really pay for how, I, how we're all performing. So, for example, so it's so it's tied to not individual performance, but but the the, the entire group, well, yeah. 100%. yeah. So if the company's growing well, but we need ten percent more staff than we are projecting in order to handle that growth, we all feel it as a company. Yeah. So we're all enticed to think about the best solution. We're right. all enticed to think about the more effective solution, not for the bottom line, but for the client. And when it hit, happens for the client, it will pay us back in the long run. Yeah. And so you know, there's big quarters where as the company's growing. All feeling really great. There's companies where the quarter where the bonuses might be a little lower. We're like, well, we're investing. Everyone knows it's not like we're waiting for the you know the leadership team to tell us what's going on. You know, we are keeping everybody in the loop all the time, once a month. All right, guys, we're over investing here to get ahead of this problem, which everyone's feeling right now. Yeah, As a and that, and that and that feeds. So sorry to interrupt, but that no, 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 no. That, that, that totally feeds the the vibe or the feeling that you want, which is that we are in this together. And, you know, we're a team and, uh, and, you know, it's, it's all for one and one for all. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, 
Man, I lost my track of time. Sorry, that's um, my no, fault. No, 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 you're good. So, <laughs> you know, I think I think that's an important thing to know because, you know, when we sit down and we tell everybody what we're doing, our goal for this year, this is where I was going, by the way. Good. So our goal for this year, we've set out a goal to basically turn down the amount of client tickets that come in the door. And in order to do that, there's really two realms, right? There's the There's the part we can measure, which is like, okay, we're going to go from this metric down to this metric, whatever that is, you know, let's hope for a 60% reduction in the number of tickets that come in the door compared to the number of endpoints we're managing. But then there's also the feeling, which is like, man, we brought the workload down, but everyone feels just as, just as bomb worked or they feel like we need just as much staff to get it done. Well, if we accomplish one and not the other, we failed. And that was important for us and, and for this year in particular, because we wanted the team to know that, we're all in this together to the point you're making yeah. before. So how do we help drive that and help everyone feel like they have an equal share in, in, in changing and in, in building what this adaptive environment will need to be? Yeah. That they're an important part of it. 100%. Right. And I think one of the takeaways there is that, uh, you know, reward and recognition doesn't always have to be financial, but, but tying the financial compensation to, both the culture and the, and the goals of the organization um, and, and, and everyone to sort of to bringing everyone together is an important part of that reward and recognition programs in its totality, right? 100%, yeah. right? And, and the recognition, one thing I forgot to mention earlier is that it doesn't just come from bottom up or top down. It is actually, there's a lateral movement too where we do quarterly 360 reviews mm. and we have actually chosen as a company to do these non-anonymous um, and what's really interesting about that is the level of feedback that everyone's giving each other and receiving is amazing. We've seen so much change from our culture just from removing the anonymity of the three signatures. Did you have to, uh, so I'm, uh, this is intriguing, like did you have to kind of almost train people on how to, how to give and receive honest feedback? Yeah. For sure. How do you so, do that? How, how do you do honestly, that? Honestly, it, it just goes back to the, you know, the recurring theme we're talking about, which is just that self-accountability. Yeah. So for example, like if, if, if there was a teammate who was reporting up to you and they were complaining about employee Joe all the time, yep. but then they did employee Joe's three, six review and they gave them all astonishing scores. Right. Because there's no because we, now, we, because we're, because we're uncomfortable giving, giving genuine and honest feedback naturally. Yeah. yeah. So your job as the leader of Joe would be like, hey, Joe, like, this is not a reflection of what you and I have been saying. So am I off base or is this report off base? And if that report's off base, we're talking about how do we help you have the tools to be a little more successful and a little more comfortable on delivering the news that needs to be delivered yeah. to whoever you were reviewing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they're never going to get better. We don't tell them the truth. Uh, and, and, right, and so it really comes from the heart and about making – somebody helping somebody improve and get better uh which then lifts the the entire organization Absolutely. but but it, it's it is a, it's a challenge i mean most people just don't want to give that they have a real hard time with that honest mm -hmm. honest feedback um and feedback is always best if it's if it's prompt and timely and, and on the spot really to be honest um so a uh, piece of advice to employers out there listening regarding, you know, what we've talked about today and just if you could take one thing, um, you know, what would you say? Uh, don't be afraid to fight the good fight. Um, I'm, I'm going to have more than one 
piece of advice. Okay, that's fine. So, um, you know, I think with, you know, the, the marketplace is changing, mm -hmm. you know, globally. Um, so thinking about, you know, the, the old school days of thinking about I've got a great product and people want to buy it is, is, is now being replaced by I need to have a great company that people want to come to work for. And when you've got that, your product will equally be as great, but your, your company will be more sustainable, more skilled. Um, so you've got to, if you're not actively thinking about your culture, if you don't have core values that you're really evaluating all the time, go back to that. And then once you really get that foundation in your place, put a champion behind it, put somebody who can really make sure that the company's following these rules and guidelines to make sure we are doing all of this every day. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an old book really now, but you know, you kind of go back to the good, good to great, which is getting the right people on the bus. It always, like you said, it comes back down to that. If you, if you fill your organization with, with great people who fit the culture and who are engaged, then everything else really is going to work itself out. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Listen, before we go, a little rapid fire that we like to do with all of our guests. So, uh, so you're ready? Ready. Okay. Okay. Uh, Giants Patriots. Patriots baby. Uh, we're going to have you back just All for right, that. Right. All right. Tom Brady, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite movie? Don't have a favorite, but anything based like post-apocalyptic, awesome. Two thumbs up. Oh, really? Okay. All right. I might know the answer to this already, but uh, bourbon or scotch? Bourbon. <laughs> if you weren't doing what you do now, what would it be? That is a great question. Um, money not a participant. I'd love to be just be giving back to the community. Money a participant. I don't know. I've always had a passion for real estate. I feel like I'd do something a little more on the investment on that side. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And finally, you're you're on a you're stranded on an island. Uh, either you can have either chocolate ice cream or vanilla. Which one are you going to go for? Oh man, how do you decide if you want? I really mm, want to. You have to choose. No, you can't do yeah, that. I'm gonna be vanilla. Okay. Really? Can you be vanilla bean at least. Uh, sure. I'll Perfect. <laughs> All right. Now we're good. <laughs> John, listen, man, it's been a real pleasure. I, I do thank you for, for being here. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to have you back maybe for season two at some point. Um, thanks everyone for listening to this podcast. To learn more about adopting a performance management program that, that helps meet your business goals and create stronger bonds with your employees and, and, and just improves and lifts up your entire organization, contact your local One Digital team today. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We want to make sure that you are, you're the first to know when the next episode's coming out, when it's dropping, I guess, is the lingo. And, uh, and, and thanks for tuning in, in again. Uh, I'm Jeff Cross. It's been a pleasure, and we look forward to seeing you again next episode.